Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, And binge on those videos, which which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Have you been to a virtual or online event where you get to a break and it's just silence for like 10 or 15 or 20 minutes? It's time to end the silence, time to fill it up with creativity to keep your audience engaged And I have today on three different guests who are going to give you some amazing ideas on how to fill up that break, how to fill up the silence, how to keep your audience engaged and energized. So before we do that, let's take a short break and listen to some theme music. Hey everybody, it's great to have you here back on campus at Trade Show University, the podcast for virtual and live events. I'm Jim Cermak, and this is going to be fun. This is going to be an absolute blast as we talk about creative ways to fill up those those break times that we have in our virtual and online digital events, whatever you want to call them. It's that time when you've got people on both sides of the screen, and you go to take a break, and instead of just having 10, 15, 20 minutes of silence, we're going to give you some great ideas and talk to the people who are doing it on how to fill up those breaks, how to create some creative fun, some learning, some entertainment, get people laughing, get people feeling better. There's some wellness involved here. There's so many great ideas. So we're going to dive into those interviews in just a second, but I've got to ask you, have you signed up for our email newsletter yet? Get over to my website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshowletteru.biz. Get over there and and sign up, and I've got a free gift for you as well. Every week, there's a new tip. You can catch up on some old episodes of uh, of the podcast. So many great things that we've got in store for you in 2021. So get over there. It doesn't cost you anything. And and you'll get a free gift as well. It's going to help out your business because that's what we're all about here is creating better results for every event that you're doing. So if, you, if you're if you new to the podcast, go to your favorite podcast player and scroll back into the archives and see what we've had to offer. We've got so many great tips, so many episodes with amazing, amazing interviews. So go find out what is it that your your pain point is. What are you struggling with with your live events? With your because live events are coming back. They are coming back. Oh my gosh, there's some exciting news ha- happening. But or maybe it's your your virtual events and how to get better results, how to get better engagement. Lots of great tips and tricks in in these past episodes. So go back, subscribe. And if you like what you hear, leave me a review. I love reading the reviews. So let's not waste any more time and get into our very first interview. Really excited to have on Paul and Dawn from Flow Circus. And uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about Flow Circus. 
Yeah, well, uh, so uh, it's a two-person team. It's myself and Don. I am, by trade, a nationally touring comedy juggler. And Don is an educator and award-winning author. And we joined forces back in 2007 to create engaging experiential uh, experiences for audiences. And uh, that's taken us all over all over the country and, and on international seas and... Uh, and we just really have a great time engaging folks and, and playing in a meaningful way. And about and three years ago, we started working with the flop ball, which we'll be talking more about today. And that is this small, about three inch round flat um, sand filled sack. And so that's been the last couple of years that we've been we've been working with this. Um, and it started out as a as a substitute for a juggling ball. Um, we were we were doing large interactive keynotes with juggling balls, and that became problematic, as you might imagine. Once people drop, they start rolling under seats, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so these flat bean bags or sand filled sacks uh, don't roll away as much. So uh, that's that's how the flop ball started getting used. That's outstanding, and I had I got a couple flop balls, and they are just a blast and very unique. And and I didn't think about the rolling part, but yeah, that is that's a great a great uh, attribute of these these wonderful little discs. And, and and no offense, Don, but uh, comedy juggler beats uh, author and educator in my book. <laughs> but, uh, but but you know what? From uh, from what you guys do, uh, obviously the education part is is a, is a big component. We're talking today though about uh, the short breaks, so mm -hmm. that so that hosts of webinars and virtual events that have these breaks built in, and then you sit in silence waiting for waiting for the break to be over. This is a, a great way uh, to fill that time in a, a fun and maybe even educational way. Tell us what we what you could do in that uh, 10 to 20 minute break period. Well, let me first start off by saying we, we do this both in real life, uh, but we've also adapted it uh, seamlessly to the virtual environment. And so you're at a conference, say, and there's a number of speakers. Well, you're sitting and there's not a lot of interaction. There's not a lot of engagement oftentimes. And so that gets tiring. You sort of have this, this fatigue set in. And so what we do is we come and we get in everybody's hands a flop ball. Um, either we send it out beforehand or it's sitting on your seats at the event. And we illustrate some basic ways to play with it. Uh, you put it on the back of your hand and you start by kind of moving it around in space, nothing fancy. And we build up to some very simple throw and catches. And uh, we illustrate sort of a, a wide variety of styles of play. And then we turn on some music and give people an opportunity to uh, stand up if they'd like or stay seated where they are and, and, and practice some of the tricks that we introduce. Um, and then we generally wrap this up with uh, some sort of competition or uh, group challenge, uh, which usually sort of ends in laughter of some sort, uh, you know, and, and in, in the real world, uh, a lot of times we'll have like the, the finalists in some challenge uh, come up on stage. So it's just really kind of a fun way to, to create this energy and experience. And so we're energized and, and, and we've played, but, you know, the blood's flowing. And now we're, you know, we've kind of shifted out of what came before and we're, we're, we're staged for what comes next. Um, so things don't run together, uh, you know, sort of intellectually or emotionally, you kind of have this clear break and, and, and it keeps people engaged and in the audience and connected as opposed to, you know, folks, you know, looking at their phones or disengaging. 
Yeah. And I just I just want to point out something that Paul said is it it's played with on the back of their hands. And so this wipes away any preconceived notions of throwing and catching that people might have, and it creates a common experience right off the bat. So people, you know, we come into um, a sporting event, people are automatically gonna, as adults think, oh, he's already gonna be way better than me. This levels the playing field right off the bat because nobody's <laughs> yeah. thrown and caught on the back of their hands before. <laughs> so creates a common experience right off the bat for everybody. And when we have the screens on, and we encourage that for everyone, um, you get to see. So it creates, again, this, this common space for everybody to see each other laughing and playing and dropping and being silly. And so it creates a fun atmosphere, even if you are isolated and disconnected in our, in our own individual spaces. So it, it creates a fun, playful space, um, even in this Zoom world that we're, we're living in. Um, That's outstanding. And, yeah. and so Dawn, from the education standpoint, it, mm-hmm. everyone's, they're laughing, they're having a great time, and then it comes to a, an end and they're going back into the next session. How is that a good transition to go from that laughter and now they've got maybe their energy is a little higher? How important is that to go into that next session? You're primed. You're you're much more receptive to learning um, because you're you're you've gotten your oxygen flowing. You've gotten your body much more primed. But also, we can, depending on the the organization and the event, we can also help prime it. So depending on what we're being brought in for. In some cases, we're just brought in to get people up and moving. In other cases, we will be um, emphasizing what we call our flopposophy, which are our strategies for um, helping people be more mindful and intentional with their learning. And so we will emphasize things like growth mindset. We will emphasize um, lessons like observe, don't judge. So when you are learning, being more intentional and mindful about it. And so we can help prime people for being ready to learn when they're going into their sessions. And so we can emphasize those points in the exercises that we're doing with the flop ball. So we can be straight fun and straight play, or we can also be emphasizing our our lessons about being more intentional with learning when we're doing our exercises. And to echo what Don was saying, we're sort of the in-between thing, but we're so important for the next speaker. Right. If you think about the late night talk shows, who do they have before the talk show starts? They have a comedian that comes up and gets everybody engaged, gets the audience primed for the segment. And so if you have multiple speakers and you're spending good money on bringing in world class speakers, you want those speakers to have the best energized and engaged audience possible. You don't want to have a tired audience who's just sat through, you know, two 45 minute back to back sessions. So by having this playful experience where people are laughing and, you know, sort of communing together, now when the next speaker comes, they're they're already ready to, you know, hear and 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 be engaged um, with what comes next. Nice, nice. So if, if someone, if, say it was a little bit longer event, had multiple breaks, uh, is this something you could do over several breaks? Would it be the exact same you know, over each break? Or is, it a, is there a difference in a, a diff, the, of the content uh, as you go from break to break? We actually just did a conference um, a month ago in which we took what is normally a 60-minute interactive keynote that we do, and we broke it up into four segments and did it over the course of two days. Tell us a little more about your keynote, because it sounds like it's probably not just 60 minutes of fun and and competition. It's probably much more than that. 
each um, it's basically uh, we introduce the, the flop ball and take folks through our four floposophy strategies. And so the four strategies spell out the word flop. Each strategy introduces a way in which to approach learning a new skill or approaching a stressful situation. Each segment includes a piece of research as well as a strategy, as well as a experiential exercise that brings it all together. And so for example, the F, which is the first strategy is free your mind. And so we talk all about mindset and how we frame a situation and how we approach the situation affects your outcomes. And so we introduce that as we're introducing the first, um, first skills with the flop ball and then give, a chance, give everyone a chance to practice as they stand up and, and try those first skills. Yeah, and these strategies, you know, we get to actually practice them in playing with the flop ball, you know, doing, engaging with this skill-based toy, the skill-based play. But it's not about whether or not you learn to juggle or you learn to do a particular trick. It's about observing how you react in that situation. And the insight that you gain, you know, doing this silly little exercise is still insight. And that insight, once you understand it, you recognize it in yourself, you're going to start to recognize it in, in, in the more meaningful areas of your, of your personal and professional life. You might say, oh, oh, hey, there, I'm doing that thing again that I noticed that, you know, when I was dropping a flop ball, uh, a narrative would jump in and I'd say, oh, I, I stink at this. Once you recognize that, then you start to recognize it in other places. And once you have awareness, then you have choice. And so we're not teaching these deep, rich concepts, which is sort of, you know, giving people an op opportunity to gain insight on themselves. And then once you recognize that, then, then you, you can make those changes. And, and really the benefit is any, any place where you can benefit from becoming more mindful, either personally or professionally or socially, those, those benefits, they translate, right? You know, you're empowered basically. I get so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great thing. You got to be excited about what you do. What you do is so fun and it's educational as well. So, wow, this is great. And, and I encourage everyone, you got to get over to their website uh, because these flat balls are really freaking cool. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I love the fact that uh, there's merchandising uh, and promotional product uh, capability on here. Cause these could be imprinted with your company logo, not uh, your Don and Paul as well, <laughs> but, but whoever's listening, you could use this, uh, put your logo on there, tell people where the, uh, tell people about your website and uh, what they could find there. It's uh, Flow Circus, F-L-O-W-C-I-R-C-U-S.com. And there they can find information about the different services we offer, the interactive keynotes, team building workshops, as well as the energizers, as well as information about the flop balls. Uh, we have custom flop balls. There's also videos, um, some information about how to play with the flop ball, um, as well as a variety of other things. Don and Paul, thank you so much for, for joining me today. Everybody go over to flowcircus.com and check out what they have to offer. So thanks again for, for joining us and for thank introducing you, the world to Flow Circus and the Flopball. Right. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. We Jim. appreciate it. So my guest right now in this segment is Adam Pate from Speed Sketchers. And Adam, welcome to Tracy University. Uh, say hi to all the listeners and tell us a little bit about what you do. Hi, right, Jim. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Adam. I do uh, caricatures. I'm the fastest caricature artist in the world. Uh, I can draw people in about a minute per person. I have a bunch of different ways I 
can do that nowadays. That is amazing. And I've seen your work and it's, it's kind of mind blowing <laughs> seeing how fast you work and how, how accurate you work. I mean, you, you do really, really great work. You know, the main point of this episode today is really talking about virtual events and those times when uh, you're on break at a virtual event and there's just dead silence. So tell us how, how speed sketchers, how can you fill up some of that, that break time? Maybe it's 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. What could you provide that would uh, bring a great relief to a, uh, a silent break? Well, I can do a few things actually. Um, what I would do is talk to the person who's organizing it and look what, um, it's what kind of things they like to fill it in with. Um, starting out, I could draw 10 to 15 caricatures of people. Uh, it'll take about a minute. People are fun, you know, it's fun to watch. Um, generally what I do is I make somebody a panelist and uh, I would draw them, them and I would have a conversation and then I would bring somebody else in and, and draw them. So everybody who's not being drawn is watching in, in a breakout room or something like that. I can also uh, fill up the space with like writing like somebody's name and like some things about them, drawing some pictures. I also do like scribing and uh, I'm a visual practitioner so I can you know, quickly draw some things that will like remind people of, of who that person is and what they're good at and what their interests are. Wow. So you can get a lot done in a short period of time. That is yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> and I love that the uh, visual practitioner, visual practitioner is uh, this is a great term, great term and the world's fastest caricature artist. That's, that's an amazing, uh, amazing title to have. And I, I totally believe it. So where can people see some videos, find out more about what you do? Well, um, we uh, I haven't updated anything for the virtual stuff because I've honestly, I've been too busy. I've, I've done about 200 of these events since uh, COVID happened. But um, speedsketchers.com is our website and you can see what we do in person there. We also have live drawings, like videos and things on Facebook at uh, Speed Sketchers. That's where all the... Uh, the most recent things are fantastic so if anyone's looking for something unique to do that's going to get your uh your attendees your virtual attend attendees involved please check out speed sketchers and adam uh obviously you said you know you've uh, before the virtual events took over the world uh you're doing a lot of live events and so tell us uh, maybe how you do things with live events and um also maybe hybrid we you and i were talking before we started about a uh, a contactless event you just did why don't you give us a little bit of information about that sure uh that, well um you know like there's people meeting in person no matter what right now and <laughs> um you know a lot of those things are are safe to go to um so what i've devised is a way to to draw people and, and have a lot of people come through and draw as many people as I do for what my, my normal term is like about a three hour event. So uh, what I do is I draw digitally on an iPad and I draw, I, I mirror the image that I'm drawing onto a monitor. So people that are you know, standing around can watch. And then I print it out a printer that is also out in the crowd area. So people can just go out and get their pictures off the, uh, the printer. But I also host all the images online in a Dropbox folder so everybody can see everybody else's pictures. And, you know, it's, it's a nice way to, you know, especially if everybody knows everybody, it's fun to like, you know, everybody has a copy of everybody else's picture if they want one. It's fun for weddings and stuff too, especially with the family members, you know, they all want a picture of everybody else's picture and stuff. That is awesome. And I'm just thinking about when live events come back, 
how this can be such a great draw to an exhibit booth. Really, people seeing the the characters going on and seeing it on a monitor and be able to get a a, a printout. Plus, you do so many uh, in such a short period of time. That would be a fantastic, uh, fantastic draw. So anyone who's listening, keep that in, in mind for live events and for your virtual events as well. So, uh, Adam, please give the uh, the website one more time. Uh, Speedsketchers.com. Speedsketchers.com. Fantastic. Adam, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks a lot for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. My next guest, really excited to have her on to talk to you about some really unique ideas. Her name is Christine Iverson, and Christine is the owner of Crow Practice, which is a wellness hub, and Crow stands for Coordinated Response on Wellness. It is her passion and joy to spread wellness in the meetings and events industry. And a fun fact, uh, prior to founding Crow Practice, she set sail on the Norwegian Cruise Lines as a training officer, training crew members in leadership skills and customer service. Christine, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hello to all the listeners out there. Hello, listeners, and thank you so much, Jim. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks. Uh, Really excited to have you on because of what you do. So explain to people what Crow Practice is and exactly what is a wellness hub? Yes, absolutely. So coordinated response on wellness. Um, We are a one-stop shop for our clients. So essentially, If a client wants any type of fit class, which could be anywhere from boot camp, Zumba, cardio jam, yoga to meditation, they can come to us. We have aromatherapy providers, acupressure, massage therapy. Our list goes on and on of truly well-vetted wellness experts. So rather than our clients doing the work of vetting the providers, we have done that for them already. How helpful is that? Like you said, to, to do that vetting ahead of time, because everyone listening, I'm sure, has had their, had their uh, experience with uh, hiring somebody and just mm-hmm. not having it go as well as they had thought it was well, going to. Well, particularly in the realm, I'm going to say, uh, the holistic sphere, if you will, mm-hmm. um, oftentimes um, some providers that go into this field may not always have the professionalism and background, so many do. You know, and we work with the providers that not only are expert in the holistic realm um, and top of their craft, but also they're they're going to have the professionalism side of timely responses, et cetera, et cetera. So to be part of the hub, they've got to be on their game. Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) I love it. So some of the things that you mentioned to me, uh, like the aromatherapy and the massage, obviously, that's not something that could be done in a virtual setting. And and today, I really want to focus on these short breaks that we have. People have time to get up and stretch their legs and stuff like that. But a lot of times people are just sitting at their desk and they're staring at a screen and there's that silence for 15, 20 minutes Tell us what are some of the, some of the uh, people that are a part of the hub, uh, what can they provide in a short type of break? Yeah, so our most popular virtual service has been our mini breaks. 
Um, and we've had packages of, you know, several 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five, and even packages of two minutes. Wow. Um, and we have over 20 different options. So we actually do have aromatherapy virtually where we can send out oils and we do have 15 minute breaks of self massage. Oh, how so, cool. um, some of our most popular, um, breaks, uh, we have Zuminoles. So you can get Zoom bombed by a goat. Uh, we have puppies, <laughs> kittens, a sloth. If you've ever seen a sloth eat, it actually can be quite entertaining. <laughs> um, so we have our, our sanctuary animal providers, which they've provided levity to a meeting. Um, and we've had anywhere from 15 minutes on up to 90 minutes of animals and, and farm tours. But I, I can rattle off. We have so many options. We have the energy boosting to get the energy up because when you're in a meeting for, you know, six, seven hours and it, it's content and it's, you know, really utilizing your stressing your brain, if you will, right? You know, just some quick energy boosters dispersed throughout the meeting. We've had a lot of requests for that. Calming breath work. Um, we have had a lot of office chair stretches. Um, so one of the things that we focus on is this Pomodoro technique. And the Pomodoro technique, are you familiar with the gym? Have, Every yeah, yeah. 25 minutes, you want to take some type of short little break. And the short little break can be anywhere from turning your gaze out to look at natural light source rather than staring at your blue screen computer for hours, or it could be getting up out of your chair. We uh, have a laughter break session. And one of our clients enjoyed the laughter session so much that they purchased the rights for the training to be used um, in their onboarding of training all of their new employees. We, of course, have stress management, um, a gratitude writing mini session. We have a natural holistic PhD doctor who gives health talks. So when, when we get into our, our qualified vetted providers, um, she is fantastic. We've sold sound healing a number of times. So if um, you or your listeners are not familiar with sound healing, they are several crystal bowls, if you will. The instructor will use the vibrations of the bowls along with some mindfulness techniques. And she provides an amazing virtual sound healing experience. We have um, quick fit minis utilizing things around your house, like, you know, cans to use as weights and a two gallon, you know, jug of milk, things like this. We've actually had a number of requests for that since we're, we're all at home, many of us working from home. We have, I'm really excited. We just onboarded a, a chef um, who will do 15 minutes and, and up. Um, but he has a book and he will give recipes and really easy, simple recipes, things that you're like, oh, hey, this is only three, four, five ingredients. Like I can do this. Boom. He just did that in 15 minutes. It, it makes you feel like you can quickly make this really good, delicious, um, you know, appetizer. 
when it comes to we are a wellness hub i have been a provider more this year due to covid than any other year so we we've built some really strong relationships within the industry for those who don't understand and have not been through some of these things before why is it so important to really focus on on wellness and energy in this short break what does that do for someone coming out of a break well, if you can imagine, you know, we've all had the experience where let's say you're you're listening to a presentation that's maybe an hour and a half, two hours, your brain is, um, you know, used up a, a lot of energy, right? So the benefit of, I'm going to say, can be a diversion, can be something fun, you know, it can be a distraction um, from the, the focus that you've had for the last hour or two within your meeting. We, we provide not only the fun, but um, I mean, some of our service are more fun based where other services, um, you know, people have truly been impacted, I'm, I'm going to say, and, you know, decided to, for example, we have um, a, a tea workshop that we do and participants enjoyed it so much that they wrote letters to their employer thanking them. Because they enjoy the session so much. Very cool. And yes, coming out of a break, when you're more energized, you're going to be more attentive to the next presentation, the next session. So really, really great stuff. A lot of, oh my gosh, so many great options. So many great options. And it sounds like, and I, I know from seeing your website, you obviously do live events and you could do longer than than just a quick break as well. Is that correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we, you know, did 100% live events pre-COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. Right now, anything we've sold so far has has been virtual. But but absolutely, you know, we're we're still in this transition period right now. Um, and we, we not only offer mini breaks, but we also have a lot of different fit sessions that has translated very well. So Christine, where can people get more information if they really want to find out? Certainly I would direct them to our website, crowpractice.com, C-R-O-W practice.com, or they can send me an email. My name, Christine with a K, K R I S T I N E at crowpractice. Nice. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on and sharing so many great options. So everyone listening, check out propractice.com and, and consider a wellness break for your next event. Thanks, Christine. Thank you so much, Jim. I really appreciate it. So did you get some great ideas from those amazing guests? I hope you did. And there's so many more amazing vendors out there that are doing some other unique and creative things. We might have another episode on it just like this with featuring some more. But please check out the show notes and get in touch with the people from Flow Circus, Speed Sketchers, Crow Practice, amazing, amazing talents and so many great ideas Fill up the silence in your events, keep the energy high, keep the engagement going, and you can't lose. You're going to get better results. What kind of ideas are you using to fill up your breaks? Send me an email, jim at tradeshowu.biz, or even better, connect with me on LinkedIn, look for Jim Cermak, or do a search for Trade Show University, or on Facebook, same thing. 
Look for James Cermak and Trade Show University on Facebook. So connect with me. Tell me what you're doing. And if you have any questions on topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes, please leave me a note. So thanks for listening. This has been fun. I hope you had a great time with it. And please uh, be sure to uh, get over to my website at tradeshowu.biz and subscribe so you don't miss any of these amazing episodes. We'll see everybody here next time on campus at Trade Show University.